So let's look at an example of a question relating to the lemon orchard by Alex Laguma and what you can consider when answering this question. Now the question asks, how does Alex Laguma produce sympathy for the black man in the lemon orchard? Now, if I were answering this question, and of course I've written this model answer, the first thing is obviously you want to focus on the keywords. So for instance, sympathy for obviously the black man. This is the African man in the lemon orchard. These are the main points that I need to focus on. So let's look at how to structure a response with this question in mind. How does Alex Laguma produce sympathy for the black man in the lemon orchard? In Alex Laguma's The Lemon Orchard, the extreme levels of racism that's faced by black South Africans in South Africa is highlighted through the unjustified brutality towards the black man by four white South African men. He is kidnapped and tortured as he questioned the authority of an African religious minister. Hence, the four white South African men wish to use violence to make him submissive and fearful. The title itself, Lemon Orchard, is used to represent how a lemon can both be beautiful and bitter at the same time, which is a metaphor for how South Africa may appear to be a beautiful, wealthy and civilised country. Yet there's a deep bitterness and resentment. Indeed, the lemon is a representation of the inequality between the powerful minority white Africans who disempowered the majority black South Africans under the system of apartheid. Hence, the lemon's bitterness represents the bitter resentment that grew as a consequence of this systematic racism. The treatment of the black man in this story, as well as the sadistic nature of the abusers as they jeer and derive enjoyment from abusing him, angers us as readers. We pity the black man as he was just being beaten just for the group of the white men's enjoyment and for them to feel more powerful. Also, we as readers sympathise for the black man as we learn about the physical and mental suffering that he faces as he's tortured by weapons and he's spoken to in derogatory terms. Now, this is a very detailed introduction and obviously I begin by linking back to the question how we feel sympathy for the black man and what this represents when it comes to South Africa and of course also the symbolism behind the name Lemon Orchard. Okay, so always begin your opening by giving a really good overview of the story rather than just describing it. However, you want to obviously add just a little bit of analysis, but of course always remember in your introduction, you don't add any evidence. Now let's look at my first point. The actual suffering of the black man causes readers to sympathise for him as he is tortured after being kidnapped in the middle of the night. He is taken out of the comfort of his home in secrecy on a cold night and he's wearing pyjamas as they command him, listen, hot knot. Moreover, they tell him, when a boss speaks to you, you answer him. The imperative sentences and the repetition of the second person pronoun you illustrates how the white South African men wish to reveal the brutal, overbearing power in order to emphasise to the black man that he is powerless and defenceless. This makes us as readers feel extremely sympathetic as the language of these men as well as their emphasis on the racial superiority makes us feel disgusted at the treatment of the black man. Moreover, the white man casually describes the night to be as dark as a kafir soul out here and he uses the racist expletive kafir to purposely infuriate the black man. The expletive kafir is a racist and derogatory term and this matter-of-fact simile highlights how normalised it is to use derogatory language that depicts black South Africans as dark and negative people as a whole. Hence, Alex Laguma makes readers feel a deep sense of disgust towards the treatment of this black South African man. Now, what I want to highlight here in my response is how I've used the point evidence explanation method. So here, thinking back to the question, of course, thinking back to the keywords, sympathy and black man. OK, now I'm going to color code my points a little bit going back to this. OK, now the first thing I would suggest is obviously making a point and I'm going to highlight my point in pink. 
Then you want to use evidence to support what you've said from the passage, okay? And I'm going to highlight my evidence in blue. Then I'm going to talk about and do some word level analysis when I'm relating it to my evidence, okay? So here I'm using some word level analysis and I'm talking about the uh, second person pronoun you and I'm going to mention the word level analysis and color code it as green, okay? And then my explanation is essentially here, right? So you've got your point evidence. I've added a little bit of word level analysis. Now, my explanation, which I then link back to the question, I'm going to highlight that in yellow, okay? I've then added additional evidence here, okay? So as you can see here, I've also added and I've emphasized how this shows the racist system. And then on top of that, I've mentioned some word level analysis, okay? So the term kafir, this is uh, an expletive. Expletive just means a swear word. And then once more, I've added explanation and I've linked it back to the question okay so do bear in mind you obviously want to always begin by making a point and linking it back to the question which is how we feel sympathy but most importantly you need to then of course give lots of evidence even one piece of evidence is sufficient so for instance if you didn't add this piece of evidence it will still be enough to just add the first section okay I'm just showing you how you can for instance just add more marks to your answers by adding some extra information but make sure you're just not listing lots of different pieces of evidence you want to then do some word level analysis okay so in this case that i've mentioned the second person pronoun that's my word level analysis and then here i'm talking about the racist expletive kafir okay and of course this uh is a derogatory term that's my word level analysis okay now let's move on to my second point the black man is intimidated with a gun, but he chooses to retain his pride by staying quiet, despite being terrified, and this causes readers to sympathise with him. The group of white men use various different types of weapons to force him into being submissive, as each carried a shambok, and every now and then, one of them slapped a corduroyed lead with his. They all intend to whip him, which shows the animalistic, brutal nature of the white men and how they lack empathy. The phrase every now and then shows how often the men whipped and tortured the black man however he tried to retain his dignity as he did not ask them to stop torturing him. To be sure, the black man retains a strong sense of dignity as he does not respond to the four men's brutality, which makes us as readers feel sympathy as the fact he does not respond with violence shows he's morally superior to them as he does not stoop to their animalistic levels of cruelty. The group of white men try to explain why they're abusing him by saying that it is because he had the audacity to be cheeky and uncivilized towards the minister of our church. The use of the noun audacity emphasizes how the men feel superior and more powerful. The tone of the sentence is accusatory as it depicts the black man questioning any white man as an act of disrespect to all African people. It's evident that the white men feel as if they had been wronged by the use of the personal pronoun our, as it excludes the black man. The pronoun shows that he believes that his whole race deserves respect and that he is a white man, thus naturally society should give him power. The adjective cheeky and the men's statements that they will teach him a lesson is interesting as it seems misplaced in this highly charged environment. The white men speak to the black man as if he's a child as this is the kind of language we would use when a child makes a small mistake. There is some dissonance between this language as it is contrary to the violent atmosphere. The white men treat the black man as if he were intellectually inferior and this language shows that they do not see him as an equal. There is irony in their treatment as he is the most educated of them as a teacher. 
Yet these men who are less educated than him attempt to play the role of teacher as a way to force him to learn how to be submissive towards white people, which makes us as readers feel sympathetic. Now again here, I've made a point and I'm going to highlight this again in pink, okay? Then I've added my evidence, okay? So here is my evidence, which I'm going to highlight in blue, okay? Now, here they intend to whip him, and of course I'm explaining this evidence a little bit, and then I've added uh, how this phrase is relevant. So this is a little bit of what we'd call a word level analysis. I'm focusing on specific phrases and what this means. And then I'm now explaining it a little bit, okay? So now here's a little bit of an explanation linking back to the question, okay? Then I've added more evidence, Okay, so here's my evidence. I've then picked apart the evidence and I've also talked about the tone of this statement. Okay, so then this is my word level analysis. Then, and on top of that, actually, there's even more word level analysis here because I'm also talking about this pronoun. Okay, then I've explained once more and linked it back to the question. Okay, so hopefully this is showing you how to really apply your knowledge of this passage and of course how to answer questions using point, evidence, explanation and of course word level analysis. Let's move on to the next point. Moreover, it's interesting to note the fact that not all of the white African men wanted to brutally torture this black man. One of the men who's holding a light grows afraid that the leader will kill the man as he begs, for God's sake, don't shoot him. We don't want to be involved in any murder. It is evident that this man in particular is terrified at the other three men's actions as he was laughing a little nervously. The repetition of don't, coupled with the adverb nervously, illustrates an interesting difference in the attitude of different African people towards black South Africans. This illustrates that, during the apartheid era, not all white South Africans were happy or supportive of the oppression of black South Africans. Nevertheless, Alex Laguma's depiction of this man as still being part of the group of men that kidnapped this black man still shows the complicit role that white South African people played in upholding this racist system, much like the trees in the lemon orchard which silently stand in the darkness and bear witness to the torture of this black man. The white South Africans in society who did not support apartheid but still never spoke out was seen as just as guilty of the terrible, brutal treatment of black South Africans as the violent African men. In this story, even if the white man wants the other three African men to try to exercise leniency in the treatment of the black man, we as readers still see him as playing an important role in the torture of the black man. In fact, we feel all the more sympathetic towards a black South African man as we realise one of the reasons why apartheid was such a powerful system which lasted so long is because of the majority of white African people who simply stood back silently and never tried to defend black South Africans or remove this racist system. Now, this is my final point before I conclude. And again, I've linked it back to the question with my point, okay? Then here, I've added my evidence, okay? I've then essentially done some word level analysis linking it back to how this one particular man doesn't necessarily support this violence, okay? And I've mentioned, for example, repetition. Then I've linked it to context, okay? And I've then linked it all back to the question and why we feel sympathy for the black man, but also we think that actually, even if a lot of maybe white South African people weren't supportive of the apartheid system, them not speaking out and them not stop stopping violence towards other black South African means they're still part of this horrible system. 
Now let's look at my conclusion and do bear in mind that introductions and conclusions, of course you can write a detailed one, but of course make sure that doesn't take away from the points that you make in the bulk of your essay, okay? However, it's always good to conclude your discussion and you can just borrow similar wording from your introduction. In conclusion, we as readers feel a great amount of sympathy for the black man in the lemon orchard as we learn of the suffering and pain that he faces when taken hostage by the four white African men. He suffers both mentally and physically as he's treated in a violent and derogatory way just because he spoke out and questioned a white minister as his intellectual equal. The extent of the power that the white men think they have is shown through the violent imagery such as the weapons which they use to torture this black man. The lack of empathy and universal love that they have for other humans is clearly shown when they jeer and abuse the innocent black man. This causes us as readers to feel sympathy for the black man in Alex Zaguma's Lemon Orchard. So I've concluded, I've closed my discussion and of course I've constantly made sure I'm linking it back to the question. So these are the points that you should consider when you're answering questions related to Lemon Orchard. Make sure you download this resource and try and revise some of this phrasing from this model answer when it comes to the Lemon Orchard. Thank you so much for listening.